This is RFC Extra, episode six. RFC Extra is extra content about Transformers and your favorite stuff, which comes from RFC or its related podcasts. So this week we are talking about our Joe Lanta panel. And uh, we also talk about uh, third-party G.I. Joe versus third-party Transformers, as well as how G.I. Joe needs to reinvent itself. This episode is recorded after Radio Free Cybertron 409 went off the air. And as always, please show your support of RFC and all our podcasts by doing your Amazon shopping through our website. Go to tfradio.net. And click on the Amazon logo, which is on the little widget there on the page. And it'll take you to Amazon. And nothing's changed. It's all the same, except for Amazon kicks back a few cents our way every time you make a purchase. Go ahead and bookmark that link and just use that going forward for Amazon. We would appreciate it. And uh, it really, it really, really, really does help keep us on the air. I have one minor correction very minor correction uh, in respect to this episode. Uh, at one point, I reference Quake Wave, and I say it is an homage to G1 Six Shot, and of course, it is not. Quake Wave is an homage to G1 Shockwave. Nice toy. Wish I had it. Somebody buy it for me, please. <laughs> Kidding. Let's join the show. Yeah, uh, the panel was fun. Um we had more audience participation than I was expecting. Oh. Yeah. Was it like Charter Con where you had more audience than you were expecting? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, we had a pretty good crowd at Charter Con, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, good. more audience than we were expecting I mean, we at had, Charter Con. We had like – it was pretty much a full house more or less at Charter Con. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was half full or so, I guess, at the Joe oh. Convention. But half full there still isn't that much. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of fun. There was some, you know, it was cool to see there were some adults there with their kids. And the kids were excited about Transformers, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. At a G.I. Joe convention. Well, grandkids. I mean, why would the kids be excited about G.I. Joe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I was actually – I guess I shouldn't be too shocked because some of the people who came were from the dealers and stuff. But one thing I wanted to make a point was explain the concept of third-party Transformers because we were talking about how to collect. So we were talking about like things you can collect. And one of the options that um, we brought up were third-party Transformers. And it was interesting. One of the guys there, he collected third-party Transformers, which I fully didn't expect to happen. Um, and he was pretty conversant on the, the stuff that he had, um, or that he collected fully did not expect, uh, any awareness on third party transformers, considering the limited number of pieces that are out there, but it's a really big part of the, uh, collective consciousness of the fandom right now. I mean, totally shocked by that. Two people, <laughs> of all the people, two people knew that, what they were. So yeah. I mean, it wasn't that many, but. Well, you know, in, 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 in as far as the GI Joe realm goes, Pretty much, I mean, you can get you can get replacement heads and body parts and outfits and boxes, but mm-hmm. I mean, other other than people doing like Dragon does a line of figures, and then you've got all these cheaper things. I don't think the third party is near as huge, other than it being like like 
replacement parts and replacement clothes and things like that. Well, I mean, third party with GI Joe, it's it's a different animal entirely. Yeah. Because with Transformers, third party stuff is trying to make a toy that looks like another toy for the most part. With GI Joe, it's oh, here's a new base model. Here's another 12 inch figure that passes for a GI Joe that you can put in a costume. I mean, like the core. There's a 12 inch core figure. Mm-hmm. There are all these 12 inch figures out, you know, out there that yeah. might as well be a GI Joe. Right. So I mean, in that sense, it's similar, but it's a more generic sort of just body plan that you know the third party in GI Joe has, where Transformers yeah. are very specific. Yeah. Well, you don't have a third party GI Joe company making GI Joe nurses from 1964. Because the original nurse is worth like five, six thousand dollars, you know, you don't, you don't see that. I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody has made like a reproduction for the purpose of like cheating somebody. But yeah. like, nobody's going to confuse uh, a quake wave for a, a G one six shot. I mean, they were producing boxes. Are oh they? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, wasn't that thing Rob Springer got? Wasn't that a box cover? Yeah, they've been. They've been reproducing GI Joe boxes for years. They were doing that back when I was in my teens. I don't don't remember what Rob got. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rob Springer got a. uh, They handed it to him, and it was a. uh, It was the front of a box. It just wasn't bent, you know, to go over the the bottom part of it. Wasn't that the exclusive figure that they had? There was was an exclusive figure too. That had its own box, I believe. Okay. So one thing so, that Rob Springer saw that I thought was interesting was a this G.I. Joe Kabaya-style model kit that came from out of a box of chocolate. Oh, he was talking about that on uh, Facebook. That looked interesting. It was uh, – I forgot which vehicles. Um, but the thing is they were – the guy said they were Mexican knockoffs of those. But he still wanted like 15 bucks a piece for them. So they were knockoffs of candy toys. I yeah. Mean, not the first time we've seen that, but... Right. But I was surprised that they were so expensive for what they were. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing about the G.I. Joe fan being that, you know, especially for the 1-6 stuff, it's generally older and has more money. So, you know, the, I think the price threshold is a little bit higher than even Transformers in many ways. It sure was when I was looking at that stuff like 20 years ago, so... Yeah. It's like, the, you know, in a lot of ways, the G.I. Joe fandom is, is a glimpse into our future, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in, in both good and bad ways. I mean, you know, you were talking about the third-party thing, and the the company that I saw the repro stuff from, uh, Cotswold Collectibles, I used to get their catalog a lot when I was briefly into this stuff and realized I couldn't afford to be into, into it. Um, you know, they, they've it's it's a similar trajectory. There are things that are just repros of the original figures as closely as they can get. I think some of them are actually under license from Hasbro. And then you've got, you know, uniforms that are some that are in the same style, some that are done actually by professional tailors and you know, a higher a higher, more expensive grade that is more you know, more detailed. And I'm just waiting to see if a Transformers third parties will end up doing you know what i'm almost positive i'd need to do more research but i'm pretty sure that some of those other one six companies like dragon and such kind of spun out from essentially third-party gi joe gear 
it'd, it'd be interesting. In, in one respect, though, where, and I hate to say it, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm beating up on G.I. Joe fans because I am one, <laughs> but like where Transformers has succeeded, it we've kept developing new Transformers fans by getting young kids with each new Transformers series. But whenever a new G.I. Joe series has been created, it's just like it's still the same people buying the old, you know, buying the new figures. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like G.I. Joe has been able to reproduce itself. It recreate itself over and over like Transformers has been able to. Yeah. Well, when, G- when G.I. Joe makes terrible movies, they fail. The Transformers terrible movies just keep on coming. Yeah. Yeah. Part, well, you know, G.I. Joe d- does its best when it kind of adapts to the world around it. And I don't think we've really seen that very much in this last generation of toys. So, you know, th- there there were a lot of good real world reasons why the military stuff became the adventure team in the 70s. And I'm kind of thinking maybe a more adventure team, uh, a more adventure themed GI Joe reboot might do better than a you know military themed one. I don't I don't know because there's of... an awful lot of competition you know, for one thing it just in the military toy field, and again it might be a little bit too close to real life like it was back in the '60s. It's all, I mean I don't I don't want to judge, but it almost seems to me like the military the militaristic part of the GI Joe. Uh, toy line and mythos is almost built into the DNA of the fans because it seems that's like what they like. Um, it seems like I don't know. I, but, just but that that's that's the problem though. We're trying. Those are the fans that already exist. We need new fans. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Good point. Yeah, it's it's you know for for GI Joe to really come back, GI Joe is going to have to learn to be something else like it did when it became real American hero, like it did when it became the adventure team. I mean, that doesn't always work because I don't know if you've ever heard of super Joe. That was the first attempt at a scale change that failed miserably. No, not familiar with it. Yeah. They, they tried to go scale down from 12 inch to eight inch figures about the time of the, uh, oil crisis. So, uh, in the seventies, and nobody was biting. Transformers ha- have the benefit of not actually having a, a fit scale that things have to fit in. That's, that does help. Having the the uh, price points that sort of float from year to year makes uh, probably makes things a lot easier for Hasbro too. Yeah, as as long as they don't go back and start redoing GI Joe Extreme. Can you imagine? Why how, not? Could you imagine how sad the Transformers fandom would be? If nobody ever gave up on G1, if it was everything was G1 or a very slight variation on G1. You mean like Combiner Wars? Yeah, but it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing. But they threw an Alpha Bravo. (laughs) Yes. But there's no Beast Wars. There's no Unicron Trilogy. There's no animated. There are no movies, which aren't really G1. I mean – G one. Well, it's its own G one. Yeah, but if, if if Transformers never evolved from that, it would be kind of it would basically be Masters of the Universe. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I totally see them doing like a. Someone mentioned like a Human Alliance slash GI Joe. They could do a full cartoon of just you know Transformer GI Joe combined as one. Yeah, one of the guys just who. Like, yeah, one of the guys who was at our panel mentioned that, and we've talked about that on the show. If GI Joe slash Mask somehow was incorporated into Transformers as Human Alliance, I think everybody would be fine with that. 
Yeah. Besides, everyone's been wanting G.I. Joe and Transformers in some combination because it just seems like it's one of the things that should make a should 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 be done by now but hasn't. When was that Melissa Fairborn thing supposed to come out with the G.I. Joe vehicle? Probably that's, around that's spring, this, I yeah, think. Yeah, this year's club <laughs> club exclusive. I forgot yeah. about that. For G.I. Joe, right? Or for No, that's for us. That, yeah, oh, that's, that's Transformers. That's Transformer. Oh, we're gonna be able to buy that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's Marissa with fair, uh, afterburner in uh, ro- rocket bike mode. Pretty excited about that, to be honest. But I think I, I actually before, want that. I think I mentioned before when we were talking about GI Joe that I think if they wanted to do GI Joe and or mask in 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 the current market, I think the best way if you were going to do that would be to do like those Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers figure because at that price you can actually afford to have vehicles. What, what, how much do those things actually cost? What, what's the actual retail on them? It's like $7 for a pack of two. Yeah, for two small figures. And I think it's like they want about 10 for like one small figure and a, and a small vehicle, I think it is. But I may be misremembering entirely. I, I saw that Death's Head figure at Target this past weekend for $13. Is that, yeah, they, that, is that their normal retail on that? Not well up at till, Target, yeah. Yeah, this for up, me. Well, actually, crazy. Toys R Us has gone up too. The, they they have been hovering around for the most of their shelf life around between seven ninety nine and nine ninety nine, and they're starting to go up now. Amazingly, my Toys R Us ha- has Marvel Universe for nine ninety nine. It's the only thing I think in the whole store they're reasonable on. But well, luckily, well, they're actually. They're actually cheaper than than Target on Ranger keys too. Oh, nice! But yeah, I, I, you know, luckily I got my desk head on sale from Hasbro Toy Shop at the same time I got Brainstorm. So I think I did too, based on like I did earlier when you pointed out it was there. Yeah, I think so. I wish I'd have found a Brainstorm triplet wants one really bad. Well, if you know, if TJ Maxx has it, check Ross too. That's you know, that's the usual rule. What else is at TJ Maxx and Ross right now? Uh, I I've, haven't been to one in ages. I've seen I don't think there actually is really anything else. Like all I've well, heard lately is Brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, World and Road. I've seen World and Roadbuster, and I've seen the Michael Keaton Batman, the Batman, the small Batman figures, the Michael Keaton version. Huh. I've seen that there. Uh, I've seen. The Italian stuff of Super Mega Force, the Ranger stuff showing up now, uh, but, I, but I, had, I had to get my brainstorm from uh, Hasbro Toy Shop as well with the coupon code. I, I hate that I was never able to get the uh, gosh, what was it? The GI Joe vehicle, the the helicopter. Tomahawk. Tomahawk, yeah. I hate that I was never able to find one of those. I heard that they were there, and I saw the other vehicles. I just never saw that one. Mm. Interestingly, I saw quite a few G.I. Joe vehicles at Joe, Joe Lanta from recent series that I had no idea existed. Like, hmm. must have been, like, really limited releases on stuff, maybe uh, store exclusives. Man, there's a lot of a lot of G.I. Joe crap that just, just doesn't sell. Yeah. That is kind of the problem. Yeah. Hey, Chris, okay. did your stuff from Hasbro Toy Shop ship yet? No. Okay. I, uh, I just the, only th- the only thing I got from Hasbro Toy Shop so far was Megatron. Hmm. I checked mine. I'm listed as the same day as you for expected ship date. 327. Yeah. Wait, what What? You, what did you order? Way, uh, too. way too deluxes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, was I actually ordered them when I was uh, 
at JoeCon. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, with with the coupon code, it's about ten or twelve dollars cheaper than the most common pre order price before shipping, and that was free shipping as well. So I'm saving about yeah, probably they're, they're twenty. Cheap. Yeah, about twenty twenty five bucks on the set. So I'm just waiting for them to get here. That's not bad. Oh. Hmm. Okay. You have to. Hit me up. Let me know when they ship for you, because you were at. You actually got your order in on the first wave. Yeah. So. Well, I got, then, I got my. Well, I got mine on the second. Because they, they went. They went out of stock. Then they came back in stock and showing the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Was your show? Then, was your... Okay, so like there was the first batch. All those are supposed to ship three twenty seven. Then when they got the second batch in, some of those orders are also three twenty seven, but a lot more that came a little later started being four twenty seven. Yeah, and I heard some people say they were they were three twenty seven when they checked out, and when they checked their order status, it was it was changed to four twenty seven, which is why I checked mine because I was worried that that happened to me. Uh, man, I need uh, sleep. Of course, I need to put the podcast together. What's the thing that you told Don to get a new PC? <laughs> oh, that looks more like a hockey puck. Don does need a new PC. And oh, it's HP. Much. I'll probably be able to get one. Well, I mean, you know, I saw... Did I just... And that's why he needs a new PC. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> no, I think that's why he needs a new internet. That too. To the sky.